I got a question. If you guys know so much about women, how come you're here at like a gas and sip on a Saturday night completely alone drinking beers? No women anywhere. First I had them damn roosters crowing, now I got them sirens a blaring out there. But I tell you what though, that just lets me know I live in the really real world. How about y'all? So, where do we leave off last? Unhealthy behaviors between romantic partners, friends, or co-workers aren't always as obvious as they seem. Let me ask you this, do you know the signs or are you the symptom? And welcome to the must see must hear V-Blast on the entire acoustic web. Welcome to the Rev After Dark with your host the one and only Floridian Arisian. That's right, the Rev and Proud Daddy. Poisoned by love, are you a prisoner of the passionate pandemic? That's the question on everybody's mind. Today on the WFAQ 2, we will cover a few other signs of toxic relationships. But first, let me ask y'all this. Do you see them and just ignore or just don't care where it could lead? Talking about red flags, clues, hints, flat out, told you so's. Sure, signs of a toxic relationship are sometimes easy to spot, blatant infidelity, or physical violence, for example. But there can be often more subtle signs that something's not just right between you and your partner, or between you and a close friend, a co-worker, or a family member. Hell, even your pet! It's not just romantic relationships that can be toxic. Could be between you and yourself. No matter what form a relationship takes, it's important to pay attention to how it really makes you feel, says Adriana Boiner, Ph.D., adjunct professor of psychology at Georgetown University and author of The Friendship Fix. Y'all check that out. So, quote, keeping a finger on your own emotions can help you develop insight about the people in your life so you can choose healthier solutions. Unquote, she says. To help you do just that, here are some of those flags in the toxic territory and what you may able to do about it. Let me ask you this. Are you always walking on eggshells? Quote, one of the first signs of a toxic relationship is when one partner is very controlling. Unquote, says Boyer. Yes, controlling doesn't always mean physically threatening or violent. Quote, it can simply be that you feel frightened to share your opinions. You're constantly walking on eggshells because you're afraid of your partner's emotional reactions, unquote. So let me guess, you never get your way. A controlling partner may also ignore or overrule your opinions, even when you do have the confidence to voice them. Quote, a lot of times it's a matter of imbalance, unquote, says Boynier. One person is always going to be calling the shot, always making the plans for simple stuff like, you know, where are we going to eat dinner? Or for the more important issues like, hey, where are we going to live? If you're truly okay with letting your partner make the majority of decisions, this arrangement can be fine. 
Bonier also goes on to say, quote, but often in a toxic relationship, one partner eventually gives up because they just don't feel heard, unquote. So let me ask you this, my little Rissians. Do you appreciate each other? All too often, relationships go south when partners start to take each other for granted. Now, in a 2015 University of Georgia study, married people who feel appreciated by their spouse and were acknowledged when they did something nice reported higher marital quality than those who don't. Quote, it goes to show the power of thank you, unquote. A study done by author Alan Barton. Quote, even if a couple is experiencing distress and difficulty in other areas, gratitude and relationship can help promote positive marital outcomes. Unquote. Let's ask you this question then. Is bad behavior enabled? It's one thing when a friend complains about dating over drinks or hanging out. It's another when he or she orders round after round after round, even after you've politely said, no, I don't want to. They encourage you to badmouth or betray your own partner after said so many drinks. Sure, your pal may be going through a rough patch, but he or she should still have your best interest at heart. Your relationship with this person should come down to one question, says Kelly Quirk, PhD, a clinical research fellow at the Family Institute of Northwestern University. That's a lot of words, wasn't it? <laughs> Do you like yourself less when you're around them? So, quote, if you are confident in your values and you're not swayed by their influence, it might not be a problem, unquote, she says. But if that person brings something out in you and you feel yourself getting sucked into their bad behavior, guess what? That ain't a healthy relationship. Does your partner ever get over physical you may think you know what intimate partner violence looks like but it isn't always as obvious as it seems quote grabbing her arm and saying get back here i'm not done talking to you or gripping his face and saying look at me what i'm talking to you yes these behaviors don't necessarily cause physical damage but they do represent low level boiling over points of conflict says quirk this type of behavior may be especially overlooked when a woman does it, she adds. Quote, for a long time, society accepted it as funny or spunky, but we wouldn't look at it the same way if the genders were reversed, unquote. Hmm, breaking a few plates is okay, right? Tell you what, how about punching a wall or throwing objects during the fights? These should also be seen as red flags, says Quirk. Really? That's a red flag? <laughs> Throwing shit at my head is a red flag. Gotcha. Hope y'all caught that. Not only are these unhealthy ways of regulating emotions, but they can escalate to actions that really can do harm. Quote, it's also about emotional safety. Partners should be able to express themselves without fear of what's going to happen to them when they do. Unquote. Unidentified flying objects are not just used in multiverse travel. Seems they are tools of potential danger. Okay. So now we got the how many of us have been lied to. So according to the Smarties, the little white lies aren't always a bad thing. Especially when they're told to protect someone you care about. 
Now, if any of y'all caught my previous shows or just talked to me in general, y'all know I don't agree with that. Pretty sure I talked about some of that in the Catch-32 series. So, if you catch a friend or romantic partner and a lie, it's important to look at that person's motivations, says Quirk. Quote, was in to engage in some behavior they know you wouldn't be on board with or supportive of. That would be a really scary place to be because it's a strategy they might continue to use, unquote, she says. But you know what? No matter what the reason, make it clear. Make it, make it clear that dishonesty won't be tolerated in your relationship. Especially if you have noticed a pattern that it's likely to keep on going. Hmm. Is the friendship totally one-sided? Maybe you're the only one who always reaches out. Or you always make more of an effort to actually get hanging out together, make plans. Or maybe your friend only ever wants to talk about him or herself and never about you. Quote, some people just take from friendships without giving anything back, unquote, says Boynier. If it's always about their needs and they never help meet yours, you have to ask yourself, is it really healthy for you? Hmm, I understand that, but here, how about this? If your friend is going through a hard time, maybe cut him some slack. But now, if it becomes par for the course, make your concerns heard. And we have to ask, man, seriously, why is everything always a competition? Close friends can sometimes fall into a trap of competing against each other, especially if they are in the same line of work or have similar lifestyles, says Boynier. Quote, if you're always trying to one-up each other, it can get to a point where you become very passive-aggressive or even happy when the other person fails, unquote. Not only can this cause animosity towards your so-called friend, but it can also leave you insecure about whether your own situation is just good enough. Do yourself a favor and stop comparing your life to anyone else's. Your mental state and your friendship will be stronger for it. But since we're on that topic, you know, they gotta ask, do they try to make you jealous? If your main squeeze feels insecure about your relationship, he or she may try to preserve it by flirting with the other people in front of you. Quote, this may have a desired effect, but is not the most honest, constructive way to address problems in your relationship. Unquote, says Quirk. You know what? It can also backfire. Instead of giving your partner more affection, you may just get anger or decide to retaliate with manipulation behaviors of your own. Quote, your partner should really come to you and talk openly about feelings, about being neglected, or even lonely, says Quirk. Not wait for you to figure it out or get your attention in deceptive ways, unquote. <laughs> Can your family overstep their boundaries? Well, Boyer says, we can't choose our family members, but we can strive to make our bonds with them help. Once again, I don't agree with that. Yet, this expose isn't about me, it's about us. It's about toxic relationships. And still, many grown adults let their parents or their siblings treat them or talk to them in ways that wouldn't be tolerated for anyone else, right? But if their behavior makes you feel belittled or guilty, that's not okay. Just because she's your mom or your sister, they do not get a free pass. Set boundaries with your family members. 
like what topics are off limits and what your expectations are for them when they come to visit. And don't feel guilty about enforcing them. No, no, no. And we will have to cut it off right there today. Right here on the Rev After Dark. But you know what? I reckon before the WFAQ2 hits the off button, maybe we should offer this last piece of advice. Ask yourself, does this person make me feel like my best self? If not, simply strive to surround yourself with people who do. And I want to give my thanks to Amanda McMillan and Health.com for being there and let others know there is a different way. Y'all are just awesome. Thanks again. I love y'all, man. Rev out. What's the matter with you? Your life's going down the toilet. You ever get the feeling that everything in America is completely fucked up? Two, five, seven. Two, five, seven.